Hello everyone, thanks for tuning in again and welcome to what I think is now the 16th episode of the Forbidden Love Rugby Podcast. This is the Welsh Rugby Podcast with about 75% of its voice in operation tonight. (laughs) Mine's on its way back, I think Mikey's in full song and unfortunately Ed can't make it tonight, can he Mikey? No, unfortunately uh, he's got a technical issue in uh, getting you today, so uh, well, he's uh, we hope he's all sorted out and all right. I didn't know how to take his text. He said he's broken down in Abakan. I don't know if he's <laughs> mentally or, or, or physically. It's, it's not difficult to, to break down in any sort of situation in Abakan, really. Let's be no, honest. So, uh, whatever the case may be, Ed, we we hope you get home safely and, uh, and we, please check in later. I think we uh, wish we wish you well. Indeed. Uh, before we get into the meat and bones of things, uh, just to reiterate, thank you ever so much for tuning in. We really do appreciate it. If you would like to get in touch with the podcast, you can on Twitter. We are at FLRugbyPod. You can email us on ForbiddenLoveRugby at gmail.com. Or you can try and hunt me down. I'm at RJJ Blue and Black. Mikey, how do people get you? My Twitter handle is Mikey S. Harris. All lowercase, and I don't know if it matters. Someone, please, someone, please tell me. Yeah, yeah. It could be, it could be your first at somebody can. Yeah, yeah somebody can me. actually at you. At him, at him. Good. Come at me, bro. And if you <laughs> want to find out more about Ed and his adventures in Abakan, he is at Eddie Rugby E double D double Y. So yeah, as I've mentioned, uh, my voice is just about recovering from Saturday night. More on that later. Well, did you go up to this weekend, Mikey? Oh, already quite a fair this weekend. A lot of rugby. I feel like, I feel like I'm rugby out. Uh, managed to watch a fair bit of it. And uh, no doubt we'll get it stuck into that as we progress through the pod. I think so. With that, shall we do the news? Yes, please. Should we do good news first or bad news first? Well, it's not good news, is it? Yeah, can okay. only get. <laughs> it's not looking too bad, mind the news there, thereabouts, really, I suppose. But uh, yeah, let's start with the good stuff. Well, let's, let's, let's see how we feel in, after 20 minutes of this. I think, <laughs> uh, I think my favourite bit of news, uh, Josh Adams saying that he is actually staying at Cardiff and he is fast cementing his place as my favourite Cardiff player of the moment. Yeah, it's, it's really good news to see uh, a player like Josh Adams, a regular captain international, uh, staying in Wales. It's only good for the Blues. Uh, <clears throat> sorry, it's only good for Ding. Cardiff. <laughs> it's early this week. <laughs> it's... <laughs> It's only good for the for the for Cardiff, and it's, it's even better for Wales. Um, yeah. I think. I mean, you look look around it. Maybe this will change as we go on. But um, I think there is a desire to stay in Wales from the players, and um, there's speculation. Like and and like, you know, like we've said in previous weeks and previous episodes that like you know when, when Josh Adams was on about moving to France and all the fingers were pointing towards uh, Leon, was it not? And I think so, um, yeah. and you know, like I said, was it was it just him adding fuel to the fire and trying to push a WIU and 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 the regions and and the new uh, setup as it is now to try and push them to make a decision? And I think if holding their feet to the fire, maybe. In fact, yes, absolutely. The players playing their part. In fact, and maybe Nigel Walker got it ever so slightly wrong. Uh, that that phrase still doesn't sit well with me. And, and but I think in in terms of uh, the players and Josh Adams in particular in this case. It certainly does ring, ring true. And like I said, I think there's a desire for players to stay in Wales. It's a lot of upheaval for for them personally and their families, particularly if they've got young families. And a lot, of, a lot of these boys will have uh, young families. And can you imagine? Like, and it's happened. Like with Reese Webb, 
up and over up and over to Toulon with his his young family, <clears throat> and um, whether it works out, sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't. But I, if if you don't need to, you, you shouldn't have to as a player. There's plenty of professional rugby and wheels to to suffice. And I, I, you know, Josh, I think is younger than we think. He's still only twenty seven, which means is he? yeah. So you know, he's got potentially eight years oh, of being absolutely. an outside back left in him at, at club level at least. Yeah, yeah. But totally I've agree. said it before, man. Like, I really think he's been a class signing for us. He's he's yeah. given everything. He's become a little bit of a leader, and he's. Yeah. I think the stat is ten tries from nine games for Cardiff, and wow. it's, it's it's the flip side for Wales. He's won from nine or something. So, uh, yeah. Uh, the only thing I think about Wales is it hasn't been conducive to uh, no, to his attacking prowess. No. Um, no. With a with with a different attacking style, I think Josh Adams. He's banging him in left, right, and centre. Like, yeah. And maybe from fullback as well. <laughs> Who knows? I, but, I, I I maintain I'd like to see him at thirteen, but really, we'll mm, see. I, if we sorry, go on. Yeah, no, I say yeah, no. It's a player like that, I think he's got to be on the park, and maybe not a tight dead, but I don't know. We haven't tried him. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he'd, he'd give it a good go. He'd oh give yeah, it the old, he'd give it the old college try. Um, so in further. Good news, I suppose. Uh, the Dragons have announced eight players staying on their books. Uh, Screech is extending his loan period from Cardiff, and they've managed to re-sign Hewitt, uh, Ollie Griffiths, Keddy, Fairbrother, D, Dixon, and Joe Davis. Kind of like core squad members, those guys. I was just about to say, yeah, uh, very, very much the core of the Dragons, and it clearly shows an intent of how they want to move forward. Um, I believe I've seen a stat from the Dragons either Facebook or Twitter page. We're all over social media. <laughs> um, uh, them particular players, I think, by the end of their current of the new contracts they've signed, will have kept them at the Dragons for ten years. Oh, that's that's awesome. Yeah. So, like I said, there is there is that desire again to stay in Wales from the players, and particularly, I mean, you, you look at someone like um, just not, not not particularly to pick on, like, but but Joe Davis there. He's been the mainstay of the Dragons. And he's a solid performer, week in, week out, a reliable member of that squad, and never might not shine, but he, but he doesn't have a bad game either. Yeah, yeah, he's he's one of those guys that perhaps until you watch the game back, you won't really notice what he does. Yeah, totally. And then and then when you do, it's like, oh, actually, yeah, Joe, he, he contributed to any you know, things that were good. Um, again, with like Lloyd Faber, there's another one, I think. He's yeah. a solid performer, and uh, I know when we were down watching the Dragons and Cardiff a few weeks ago, when uh, he just happened to turn Reese Carey upside down, <laughs> what an in, in the scrum as well, and no, what a what an absolute impressive scrummaging power he has. Yeah, do we know how old he is? Has he been on the scene? Uh, pass. I did see him in Tesco's one day, mind. Oh, this did is, you? This is way way back in the day, and he um, his um, <clears throat> his trolley was full of steak and chicken. So, um... <laughs> what what you need to do with that, Mikey, is again touch the guys at Blood and Mud. They love hearing stories about mundane players spotted. Is it? Who else have I seen? Uh, I used to work in um, uh, what is now DW Sports in Cavalry Retail Park. Oh, okay. And uh, back when it was JJB Sports, and I seen Ian Evans come in. Oh. Uh, <laughs> he clearly come from Oswego's training because he was in. Um, Full kit. <clears throat> Full kit wanker. I wasn't going to say that, but thanks very much. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, well, he came in with a broken cricket bat. And, my God, this thing looked like a knife and fork in his hand. 
<laughs> he was, uh, <laughs> and, he was uh, a good old. He was a good shit house, Ian Evans. I remember that. Um, <laughs> I remember that time he sort of made an Irish guy tip tackle him, got him yellow yeah. carded, and Wales kicked the penalty <laughs> that uh, put us on the road to a Grand Slam in 2012, no less. Not all heroes yeah. wear capes. No, but they they do carry cricket bats into <laughs> into sports shops. Yeah. I guess in neutral business. Um, before we go on to the bad news, the Scarlets seem to be apparently keen to sign the services of Johan Lloyd from Bears. Yeah, um, that would be a really good signing, I think, particularly with his aspiration. He's already capped. Yeah. To have any more aspirations of playing for Wales, he has to play in Wales. Fortunately or unfortunately, as as we look at it, but uh, the ceiling is a lot lower with the 25 caps rather than um, yeah the 60 it was at. Still don't know if it's right, but it'll have to do for now. But um, he does cover uh, quite a lot of positions. He's covering 10, 12, wing, fullback. Um, nail one. Or nail yeah. one and be good at, nail one and be good at another. Because he's been playing really well for the, from, from the games we've seen. And not, we've seen a lot of Bristol. Mm-hmm. Uh, covering a lot of ground at 12 for the Bays. And, Which um, is spectacular to think. Yeah. Like a five for two, 11 stone. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Inside centre, Gallagher Prem level. I mean... He's, He's displaying a lot of power, like, and he's uh, he's handy from to have the likes yeah. of uh, semi rander outside him as well. So let's not oh, totally. uh, take away from that. Like, but uh... I get the feeling, and I, I, you know, I, I'm putting a lot of little bits of rumours together here. But if Scarlets are going to lose Patchell, I yeah. feel like he, they might be looking at him as a well, you know, Patch has also played ten, twelve, and fifteen. Yeah, I think but that's probably the cover they're looking for. Really, I suppose the... Lloyd's. Um, fly half game is very similar to Costello's fly yeah. half game in so much as they they aren't afraid to try a, a wild pass or a little no. sidestep, and so they, you might you might get some consistency across the game plan from fly half to fly half, perhaps. Yeah, sort of. It'd be interesting to see Costello and you uh, and Lloyd if it, if he does come off play play ten twelve with two creators, almost like um, with uh, I suppose when you look at sort of. The other inside set uh, that's on that creative edge, Ben Thomas. Um, it's 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 pretty pretty darn good to have it have them potentially two players available to Wales and in Wales. It's, it's funny, isn't it? He's he's another who covers ten, twelve, and fifteen. Some rumours he might be off to Ospreys, uh, which would be gutting from a Cardiff. Gutting for Cardiff, uh, but especially not, not... probably losing Priestland and Jared this season. So uh, yeah. yeah, can you you'd think that. You know, he's with with, with Priestland going, Jared going, you know, there's opportunities, there's more opportunities for him to be playing regular f- first 15 rugby, be it 10, yeah. be it yeah. 12, be it 15. I mean, <laughs> it's like, he, I doubt he wants to think of himself as a last resort, but oh God, I mean, no. some sometimes you just need that opportunity. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, we are losing Ben Thomas away from the rebirth of Matthew Morgan as a fly-off. <laughs> well, do you know what? Sometimes I, I, I quite like a 10 who can step. I mean, Aye, at... but he, he, he hasn't stepped for seven years now. <laughs> <laughs> you, you look at uh, Jiffy back in the day, like, and there was a 10 with a step, to be fair. It's, uh, it's Mr. Morgan to you now. <laughs> <laughs> but um, when... Old, um... old man nipper. <laughs> but um, my only concern with A would be defensively. Oh, I, yeah, yeah, liability. Like, oh, yeah, because uh, when, I can't remember which tool he was, it was, because there's a few of them, and um, 
it's certainly one Manu, uh, one of his one of his uh, brothers maybe, uh, playing yeah. for the Dragons and uh, the Dragons playing Cardiff and um, said Tuolagi went straight for Matthew Morgan and he flung oh, his hand up. He said he flung his hands up and said, "You a man." Yeah, yeah. 100%. 100%. 100%. So if, if we uh, slight change of mood then, it was, it's a, been a busy day for um, for Exeter, or Little Ealing, as I guess they're now going to be known. we got Joe Hawkins seemingly putting his Wales career on hold to go to Exeter after Rob Baxter said he's got no interest in signing Hawkins. Who knows what's, what's going, going on? on? Like, what what can you believe at the end of the day? Like, I mean, there's been rumours of Joe Hawkins wanting to move away, and other Ospreys players wanting to move away. But but like, it's it's confusing with Joe Hawkins because he's may he may well have established himself as the twelve for Wales at the moment and going forward into the World Cup potentially with him and Morgan and uh, Morgan um, Mason Grady. Um, being the te- the twelve thirteen at present, but he's why why would you? I wonder if they know something we don't know, and the twenty five cap rulers go in. Even perhaps you know, I Hawkins might have heard this kind of shit. Of course, come. of course. Um, they obviously the players are privy to more information than we are. Unless there is a leak, but with such information, there's a finite amount of places a leak can come from, and surely uh, beatings will ensue, ensue thereafter. Yeah, but it's, um, it's peculiar because I think one of the good things about Hawkins being at Ospreys is he does let them play two types of game. So yeah, you know, if, if you want a power game, you you call Williams up. Oh, definitely. You want to you want to get around a sort of tighter defence, perhaps you yeah. call Hawkins up or both in the same game even yeah and I think that's a in my humble opinion for what it's worth that's the, the, the perfect two options to have a 12 you know you can start with a power running 12 and sort of go and crash into players all over the shop and then when they knackered from trying to take down your power running 12 you bring on a 10 uh, bring on a 12 with a with a bit more flair and um, they can run them around for that last 20 and really really seal a game off but um and I suppose you got to look at it as well the weekend gone by as well, and maybe that that um, Joe Hawkins moving to, to uh, Exeter made Toby Booth's mind up for him who's going to play twelve. And I must say, Kieran Williams had an absolute stormer, but we'll come on to that. Yeah, no, I think there might be some stock in that. Uh, but yeah, it's peculiar to me, especially given how highly Gartland rates him that he would jeopardise his Wales career. But then I guess at the same time, you know, two years ago, Joe Hawkins probably didn't dream that he'd no. be playing in this World Cup. So Jeez. if he can bugger off for a couple of seasons and make some cash while Welsh rugby sorts itself out, yeah, you know, it's like, he, it's, can, it's got... he can come back and still have a 10-year international career. Yeah, yeah, there is that. Um, like, does it say how long he's signed for? Or I I haven't noticed that. I've been I've been yeah. driving a lot today, so I've been, I've ah, been yeah. reading the news in between the uh, in between the various trips. Yeah, uh, but yeah, yeah he is, he's he's still young, and you know I suppose playing in in the prem, he'll have a lot of exposure to a lot of different types of twelves. I mean, in the URC, you you don't get to play every game, and you're not. And, and and them opportunities are few and far between. 
considering like the other the other centers in the Ospreys, uh, Kieran Williams, um, Owen Watkin, um, Tian Thomas Wheeler, Michael Collins, George North to a degree. Yeah, I mean, in an emergency, Owen Williams will cover there. Yeah, as well. Yeah. Interesting, interesting times. And then a double blow for the Ospreys and a mm. double coup for Exeter. Uh, Ethan Roots is going as well. Now, he was fucking sensational on the weekend. Unreal. Out of, like, I've, I've always seen him as a solid squad player, but he was fired up. He's, I, I watched a lot of the Ospreys a bit more lately. Like, and, um, like Ethan Roots has, has, has really put his mark on that jersey, on that six jersey. And um, although, yeah. yeah, playing six on the weekend, yeah. And, um, you can cover seven and eight as well, which is a, a blessing to a squad. But yeah, um, yeah. he's really, really stepped up. I don't know what it's been. Maybe it's a, a bit, bit of confidence coming to the form. You, 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 you do up your game, season on season kind of thing, and you don't get worse. So um, yeah, it's a massive blow for the Ospreys. But do you, uh, do you think? You know, he's a young man. He's twenty three. Um, he's been at Ospreys since twenty twenty one. Do you think he might have seen himself as a? five-year time server for Wales honours and now he's over the border if he stays there long enough and has success do you see him slotting into England at all well you've got to look at it really as a player I think um I, I don't know if it like did that five-year rule come in before or I'm sure Ethan Rooks was here before the four rules so wouldn't he come under the three year maybe oh, I don't you know could, you quite well be right but um, in, in either case whatever yeah. the number of years is yeah he would have been one year off if, if yeah. it's three years he's one yeah. year off being Wales eligible if it's five then it's another three years off yeah I think but with, if he was... moves now we'd be resetting the clock wouldn't he and it, it yeah. would definitely be five yeah and I, th- I think maybe yeah if, you, if you're doing that maybe five years down the line I'm not so sure with England, yeah, um, I, I think I think the funny thing with England is they they always have so much choice in all positions. Oh. Like you, you might you might just get five caps in a injury crisis, you know. Yeah, Whereas but in Wales, I think we're more keen to like keep our best player because we have yeah. so many good players. Well, I mean, the weekend didn't show that so much, really, did it? But we, again, we come on to that. Yeah. Yeah. But um, unless you're uh, the dragons in Glasgow, but uh, we'll we'll, <laughs> we'll, yeah. we'll we'll come to that as well. Yeah. But um. Yeah, England uh, sometimes frustrates me because, I mean, sometimes they will struggle to find a position, find yeah. a player for a position because, and they've got 12, or 10 now, clubs to pick from. Mm. Really, what they should have is 10 options in each position. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, whether whether they're at the, the top of their gate, but the, the thick end of their careers with the likes of um, Dan Coles, and Manu Tuolagi, or whether they're on the thin end of it, like um, Jacques Van Portfleet. Yeah, yeah. Yes, uh, I mean, I think it was last episode we were laughingly referring to Exeter as Little Wales. And that was before well, they signed these these two other players from Wales. Like plus, plus, plus the likelihood, or the potential of them signing Teddy Williams as well. It's, there's there's rumours. There are rumours. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I don't know who's, who's your sources, but who's your sources? Maybe who's sources? HP, ketchup. Uh, there's a Tesco. Yeah. I got a Tesco's curry in the in the cupboard as well. If you're a hey, if if you're Christians or now, and you and uh, your club's just signed, I, I I reckon what might be happening here is Shins is probably going to the World Cup of Wales. X are going to be short in the back row at the start of the season. 
And Ivan even, Roots doesn't qualify yeah, for an international no. team, I think is what it probably comes down to. Yeah, this, this is certainly possible. Um, yeah, he's not going anywhere. He's certainly not being looked at um, by his country of origin. And I'm still not sure. Is that South Africa or New Zealand? I'm, I'm not sure where he... Ethan Roots. Yeah. Yeah, I, Kiwi. I, yeah. I, oh, right. I thought he was uh, South African. But fair enough, uh, he's, he's obviously not no. getting looked at by, by New Zealand then. Um, they got an embarrassment of riches in that, in that, in that department. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's, uh, well, interesting stuff. Do we have, do you have any more orders of business there in the news? Oh, um, you did have a little fun bit of, uh, prop based news, didn't you? Before we... Oh yes. Um, Brock Harris on the weekend. Uh, I'll bring up the little bit of detail. Brock Harris, I think we forget that he's qualified for Wales as well. Plavin's played so often, so long for the Dragons. <laughs> yeah, actually. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I mean, why, why not? I mean, Scotland are playing WP Nell. I mean, let's have let's have uh, let's have Brock Harris. Let's cap him just for this, just because. And let's have him going up, going up against WP Nell, two South Africans, not representing their own country of origin, and really going at it. I don't think you love to see, but. Um, yeah, yeah, Brock Harris, 38 uh, years old. He looks about 40, a bit like uh, our, our, <laughs> our Lord and Saviour, Rhys Henry. Henry. Yeah. Um, 38-year-old uh, Brock Harris played in a victory over the Stormers in the Champions Cup uh, over Harlequins. And then um, went on to play with someone else on the same day. Um, he did. Come on, as a replacement... Uh, yeah, he played in two games in the same day. Now, I didn't think I was allowed. Things must uh, be different in South uh, Africa. Well, things must be different if you brock Harris. Steph. Who's going to argue? <laughs> yeah. Well, not when he looked as as gnarled as, as he does. I'm yeah. certainly not going to argue with him. And there's, there was a time, I think, um, when he was playing with the Dragons, there was whispers of him being called up. I mean, he, and he wouldn't have been uh, a bad choice at the time. I've, I've, I've got vague memories of that. Yeah. And, uh, that would have been the Pivak era, wouldn't it? No, before that. Oh, was it? Yeah, doing Gatlin's sort of a uh, first last reign. <laughs> I've uh, I just been looking at uh, Brock's player profile on the Dragons website as we've been talking. What you were born in eighty five, weren't you? Eighty six. Ah, uh, fair enough. Uh, he's, he's, he's 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 February eighty five. He's he's see. yeah. yeah wow. He's he's, he's, a, he's less than a year. Younger than me, yeah. He looks yeah. like a man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, he's looking like look, he's had a twenty-year mortgage and four kids, yeah. and yeah. Just... he was born in a place called Rudeport, which uh, well, know, that's quite where... fitting, really, isn't it? Yeah. Which I believe is the is the Danish or the Dutch for red, red port. Well, yeah, you can, you can make you can you can tie the you can tie it up, can't you? It probably is twinned with Newport. Yeah, let's yeah. let's look into that. That that can be official podcast law. That can't be. <laughs> Excellent. Right. Uh, let's do the weekend. Should we kick off with the men's teams in Europe and then go on to the uh, the women's yeah. stations? So, quick roundup, and then we'll talk about the games individually. Scarlet did it. They beat Breve nineteen seven in Clonakilty. Glasgow ran riot against the Dragons, 73-33. Cardiff pipped sale, 28-27. And Ospreys fell short away at Saracens, 35-20. So yeah, if we start with Scarlet Breve, Scarlet's Breve, um, in terms of the teams won, I feel like they'd probably be quite, be quite disappointed with their performance and, yeah. and the scoreline there. Yeah, I think um, 
he won a great game. They did the necessary, and um, it just happened to be enough. Um, the uh, I, I did think the tide was turning when the Breve outside half scored a not far off length of the fieldish or most of it thereabouts try, and I thought this is time for Breve to really turn the heat up and kick on from there. Like, but um, it just didn't seem to happen. Um, not that I'm disappointed that it didn't. Um, you always want to see a Welsh team doing well in Europe, and fair play to the Scarlets for for doing the necessary. And it 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 seemed like 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 with a lot of rugby at the moment, they they didn't work for it. It just happened. Like yeah, okay. I mean, the did the weather play a part? I I I was I I'll tell you what I was I was on the Llandaff pub crawl on Friday night. Oh, lovely. So. I was only able to watch this game on my phone because the Challenge Cup, it's not a popular sport, really. Mm. Um, unless, you're not... play, unless you're playing yeah. in it, like... <laughs> yeah, exactly. So um, so I was keeping one eye on my phone, but you know, also socialising. Um, but yeah, it looked a bit wet, and the conditions didn't really look like they suited the, the sort of rugby scarlets have been playing in recent matches, perhaps. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I feel like kind of... For forgettable apart from as you say that little period where you thought oh shit yeah like if breathe get their acts together they could yep. push scarlet here yeah but didn't when we say in last week sort of breathe's positioning in the league in the top 14 wasn't mm. really that conducive to, to, to maybe coming away but cup rugby you only need, need a point to win which um <laughs> yeah cardiff cardiff proved it all indeed but, um, uh yeah so yeah breathe were bottom well still are bottom of the top 14 here and I, I was actually surprised that because I think if you look at the aggregate score of their away games this season, it's something ridiculous, like two hundred and thirty points to twenty three. Like is it? They just yeah. I mean, well, do you remember Cardiff nilling them? Um, yes, in fact, yeah. A, a lot of games have been you know they'll get a couple of penalties, but they changed coach before the end of the pool stages, and it feels like ah, things yeah, got yeah. a little bit better. Um, but obviously not to the extent where you're going to start beating Scarlets away in the form they're playing yeah. in right now. Uh, so moving on then to Glasgow Dragons. Now, this was a difficult one for me, Mikey. I was... let me go, So I was on the bus to the Arms Park for a lot of the game. Um, I was also keeping an eye... Well, I was switching between the, the Wales-Scotland game and the Dragons-Glasgow game. And when we got to the Arms... Well, when I got to town, the... Wales Scotland game was on at Mad Dog opposite the castle. You and I, uh, we ah, we were there the right? other day. That's it. We were there the other, the other day. And at half time, Cardiff Arms Park opened, so we popped in to put some money behind the bar. And uh, on the big on the screens in the bar, they were showing bloody La Rochelle Gloucester. So oh, no, thank yeah. you. So La Rochelle Gloucester was on on the screens. There was a guy from Aberdeen doing an acoustic gig in the corner. Uh, me and my pal, different Reese. Hello, Reese. I know he's probably listening at some point. <laughs> uh, we on our phones each had one of us had the Wales Scotland game, and one of us had the Glasgow Dragons game. And Jesus Christ, man, Glasgow Dragons! Unbelievable. Five tries for the Glasgow hooker. Was it? It was. Oh, Five geez. tries for a hooker. This that's got, and he was he didn't play the full game. He only played about four. <laughs> he come off. Just, he come off just after half time. So his all his damage was done in the first half. Like a bit part of the second half. And something that 
can be said hitherto of the dragon season was that nobody really was battering them silly until yeah. this weekend. And it's, I don't know what it is, but something has turned this last month. Mm. Like I, I gotta feel, it's it's got to be this contract bullshit, man. Like, it, it yeah. can't be helping. And like, to be fair, Glasgow are flying high in the URC. This, it's, yeah, this it's, is their tournament get, to lose, really. Yeah, don't, let's not get away from that, of course, yeah. Mm. Um, but yeah, like, you know, you see 73-33 as a scoreline, and you think, what, what's that? That's 106 points scored. Yeah. And you think, wow, what a game for the neutral. But I don't think it really was. It no, was like, no, 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 it's so, so one-sided. But like, I mean, look at it, Dragons still scored 33 points. Which is weird, and it, isn't it? And, it and, and you look at the other games there, look at the other other results. I mean, that's more than the Ospreys. More not, than Cardiff. More than, more, than, more than Cardiff, more than Sale, more yeah. than Scarlet, more than Breve, and not quite as much as Saracens. So, it's, it's a good point, actually. Yeah. yeah it's, they, so they didn't, they didn't do bad, but just well, Glasgow, were, they, be, Glasgow were better. If, if there should have been a league game where they've got a bonus point try, did they score four tries? They must have well, done. I, I think they must have done. Well, just five five tries on their own at twenty points. Because I think within yeah within the first twenty minutes, so, I think four, it was sorry four tries on their own at twenty points. Yeah, sorry, go on. Yeah, because I I think in the first twenty minutes or so, Glasgow had scored twenty points. By which point, if you're Dragons, you're not taking the kicks anymore. You you probably no. So fuck me, man. Like this. <laughs> Incredible. 11, I, I think it was 11 tries from Glasgow. Right? No, that's insane. I mean, it adds up. The maths adds up, Mike. Yeah. Christ. Yeah, we'll, that's, we'll that's double, we'll, we'll double check that, but um, yeah. I'm sure it was something ridiculous like that. Given, given the apathy of the French teams in this in the Challenge Cup, I really do think it's Glasgow's to lose. Well, sacre bleu, isn't it? Yeah. So, do you know what? In terms of tension and drama Saturday night I don't think you could top oh, that Cardiff game I mean, um, like, it all it all yeah sorry go on the, the emotion after oh, the unreal. Peter Thomas tribute at yep. the start because none of us really knew what was going to happen beyond a minute's silence and a minute's applause so yeah. as we were getting into the stand the North Terrace um, knew like people started talking so go, oh my god look the South Terrace it's, it's now the Peter Thomas stand and that sign got designed and put up in 24 hours. Did it? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Fair play to him. Um, and then, before the match, there were so many people on the pitch paying tributes. Y- yeah. Um, you-, you saw then how much it meant to uh, to Die Young. Oh, of course, absolutely. I mean, Die Young himself has got a long and illustrious yeah. career as a player and a coach with Cardiff. Yeah. And he would have been very close, no doubt, to um, Peter Thomas. Oh, totally. And do you know what? I've been at the Arms Park for like semi-finals against Poe. I've watched us win games on the big screen when they've been away, like finals. Um, I was there for the nobody's left games against Toulouse and Quinn. Yeah, oh. and it's never been like this. There was only seven and a half thousand in the stadium, but it's never been as bouncing as it was. It sounded like fourteen and a half. Honest to God, man, it was incredible. And like we got off to a good start. Mm. Um, the other thing is that like the sale fans were able to travel down. Like I was sat yeah. next to a table of them in the bar beforehand. Uh, went, that, went for a, went for a slash before the game. There was a guy from Sale in the toilet. We had a good chat. <laughs> yeah, 
Like, oh, these I'm... these Anglo-Welsh fixtures, man. They just yeah. they're just so much more enthralling. Like it's different gravy. Be, yeah, and another thing to bear in mind is yeah, you know, it was seven and a half thousand people, but eight o'clock on a Saturday and season tickets weren't included. So you know, I yeah, I had to buy my ticket this week. Mm. Now that was that. That would Sorry, put some off, but but that would put some off. But again, you know, to get seven and a half thousand, and um, like saying you were sat there like next to the sale fans, and you know, relieving yourself as well with a sale fan. Yeah. <laughs> um, you that's it's that's one of my absolute not a forbidden love. It's a flat out love of rugby. I mean, oh, you I I remember way way back in the day, um, Ponty playing Leicester, uh, sat in the stand in Sardis Road, uh, shoulder to shoulder with a Leicester fan. And yeah. you know what? You think back, think think of things like that sometimes, and there was, there was no malice. No, God, no. no. Nothing like nothing like what you you'd see in a, in a Cardiff, Manchester game. Like they'd be chanting and all bloody sorts. Like, but uh, yeah, that for me is is one of the absolute loves of rugby. You can get stuck yeah, in with uh... anyone, and 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 and, and it all be for the good. We had we had some good heckling going on. Did you? Yeah. Did, um, did you? <laughs> we, so we, we we did manage to get George Ford with the Mondeo Mustang comment. Well done. Well uh, bloody done. The right winger, I've forgotten his name now, he did actually score a try. He was pretty fucking good. He, he was um <laughs> he was wearing a white base layer. I so know the started, one, yeah. Yeah, so we started chanting at him, he's wearing factor fifty on his arms. Yeah, I like that. There was there was a really good one. For, I think the guys behind us must have been in some sort of rugby club with Teddy Williams or in school with them or something. So they had a couple of chance going for Teddy. Uh, and God, what was the other one? Yeah, we'd rather start Reese Priestland than George Ford. That was a <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, but Priestland, he had one of those games where yeah. he can just like if he could play like that every week, he'd be a superstar. Yeah. Like he has like three of them a season. In yeah, he, he was in that sort of World Cup 2011 yeah. form, was it? Yeah. Hey, I tell you what's yeah. surprising is how small George Wood actually is in real life. Like for oh, such a for such a quality he, quality player. Yeah, he, he looks he he looks a bit sickly, doesn't he? He looks like he could have done a bit <laughs> done with a bit more time on a tit. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you, you see the size like his teammates are like like John, Johnny Hill wandered around. It was like, yeah, oh, fuck me, the size I mean, of that guy, man, uh, is terrifying. And like you, you, you put George Ford at ten, and then Manu at twelve, who they tell to stay away from the gym because he'll get too big. <laughs> it sure is something, man. There's some absolute monsters in that squad. Uh, but yeah, it wasn't all one. You know, it was nowhere near one way traffic. Let's get that right. I mean, yeah. Um, we scored first at one point. It looked like we were in the ascendancy then. Yeah. You'll they, we changed our front row and things chaos to... chaos in came came roaring on with Reese Carey and Dylan Lewis. It was weird. It was oh. weird. I mean, so, some say that Belcher is the superior scrummaging hooker to Daisy, and that that um, didn't help. Um, I, looking on on that game along with with Azarati and and um, uh, Domachowski, the like, one the front row man is just yes, <laughs> my God, I mean. No, you, know, you like this. You will love this, right? So I was in the North Terrace, and you know there's that break down the left-hand side, Mason Grady just skinning yep. somebody, blah, 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 blah. And Thomas Williams passes to Domachowski. Now, you, you can't see it on any of the angles on TV, but Domachowski's run starts 20. <laughs> <just back>. Yeah. <laughs> and he is screaming for the ball the whole time. And whoever Bloody that Saracens yeah. player is, he, uh, sorry, sorry, sorry. whoever that sail player is, he flattens. 
knows he's about to get hit yeah. for a good 15 seconds before yeah. it happens. And, and, and he looks nasty as well, does old Lomachowski, doesn't he? He, tell lo- you he what, looks angry. He does, but on the pitch afterwards, man, he was lovely. He was like posing for pictures with kids, yeah. teenagers, you know, yeah. chatting, giving everybody time. Like, you know, is that it? It, it's Valley's afternoon, isn't it? Yeah, that, you're, uh... you're, you're a monster for 18 minutes. You come off as a yeah. gentle giant. Yeah, like it's, it's why I'm quite. It's why I'm so hoarse. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, there's, listen, there's a lot, lot of shouting. And I and I think that's where it started for this weekend of the prop. Yeah, it really did, didn't it? <laughs> mm, yeah, and and Azarati put himself about as well. Man, he he, he absolutely gave himself a good standard. Yeah, particularly in the scrum, like and you know, Sale just didn't seem to have an answer. I mean, you know, Sale can now with some pedigree. Sale a second in the prem, and. Yeah. This is I was watch, watching the game with uh, my uncle and we started having the same sort of musings, and um, <clears throat> like C- Cardiff played really well, take nothing away, and I think maybe Sale had come down with a bit of, um, well, this is just a formality, and I think, I think they got found out really quick. Been, I think it might have been, at least partly, they haven't played for ages. There's a bit of that as well, yeah. And, and Sale no fans on Twitter had pointed out after the game. Um, I think they're like one from six with George Ford starting this season. Are they? Yeah. So interesting. Yeah, there's there's things, but you can only play what's in front of you. And yep. I think it, it at least partly puts to bed this idea that Welsh teams can't compete with English teams. Yes. I mean, like we, and we've we, seen we want... that a couple of times a season with Ospreys as well. Yeah. Oh, Leicester. I mean, our Lord and Saviour won the game, in my opinion. Yeah. yeah. And I tell you what, man, like. Aserati and Belcher at the start of the season I'll be honest I, I didn't rate them I thought they were yeah. too good for semi-pro but not quite up to this level but hey man they've, they've oh, really impressed me these last yeah, couple of weeks yeah and with I suppose with the potential with Dylan Lewis oh, well, not say the potential with, with Dylan Lewis going to Harlequins less, I, I really hope Duncan uh, Adam Jones has a word with him and say right buck your ideas up but then we'll get you back in and, we, and we'll make you the prop you should be I always because forget he... Adam Jones is living at large at Quinn's oh he's he's, he's, he's loving life I mean he's oh, can, you, can you imagine the conversations I mean just between Adam Jones and Joe Marler yeah. uh, just 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 to be in a room just just the fly to be, to be a, oh to be a fly on the wall oh, I know <laughs> what a guy like yeah uh, yeah. Like and he, he uh, Duncan uh, Duncan Adam Jones done a hell of a lot of good work with um, Kyle Sinclair and yeah. put him to the fore as as a Lions prop. Yeah. So let's hope he can sprinkle a bit of his um, rugby gold dust on Dylan Lewis and um, make him the the prop he should be at the level he's playing because he right. he. he as soon as Carrie and Dylan Lewis come on, the pr- the problem started at the front, and that's where they yep. stayed. Yep. I mean, like the back five didn't change; yeah. the front three did. Um, I'm not putting too much on Christian Dacey because I think he's a quality operator. Yeah, but it's it's the corner. It, it it's it's them here on the side. Days where the issues were, and like the scrum starting going down, where the scrums has been solid, and Azarati and Domachowski been dominant. Yeah, throughout you. as well. They, they were pushing, pushing scrums back, that left, first, right, and centre. That first oh, scrum, man. My like, God, that, that was a thing. Yeah, and uh, I, I tell you, just just one final thing. Like the um, the Botham turnover at the end. To, yeah. Uh, keeps to keep sail out before we went back at the pitch and the uh, sort of pinned them back. 
that was something. That's like there was a little game changing moments, and I'd be surprised yeah. if Gatland doesn't want another look at both of them in the near future. Yes, I, I, and we, we spoke about both of them, and Shane Lewis Hughes in this in the same idiom, but um, Shane Lewis Hughes seemed to have, have drifted away ever so slightly. But uh, Jim Botham's really taken his opportunities, and he's not, yeah. not only at, at seven. Was he was he playing seven? He was seven on the weekend, but and, and I've he, seen him have Stormers at eight. Yeah, yeah, six and eight maybe, as well. And... Maybe less, so it's six, but like, <coughs> I think that's just because there's always a six. We can, like, I, I think if we're short on a six, we tend yeah. to stick to in Boulder. Um, yeah. yeah. Now, what I found interesting, when um, Joe Tomani went down within the first minute. Yes. Um, like, uh, and, and he stayed on for a bit, to be fair to him. He tried to tough it out, but obviously he was carrying something which, which wasn't sitting yeah. well with him. And um, Thomas Young was warming up to put right. um, uh, to come on at seven, and then pushing um, probably uh, both from over to both six, the six yeah. and and then pushing um, Turnbull, into the, the Turnbull into the row. Yeah, yeah. Now, they had... doesn't move. Doesn't no. <laughs> move for anyone. <laughs> no, but um, I, I was surprised at that because with Teddy Williams on the bench. Yeah. Oh no, sorry, not, not Teddy Williams. Teddy with uh, Teddy Williams. It Seb. was no, he wasn't. It was Adam Jones. It was Adam, Adam Beard. If Ed yeah, was of course here. it was. Yeah, <laughs> it was Adam. It was Adam Beard on the bench. Yeah, yeah Seb, Seb Davis on the bench. Who's, yeah, who's... well, it was a funny. It was a funny little thing that like I didn't catch in the stadium. Obviously, I watched the game back when I got home. Um, yeah. And yeah, it was weird to me that Thomas Young got the message to warm up. Yeah. And then didn't. And then yeah. But then yeah, he equipped that... himself rather well when he came on as well. Mind. I mean, oh, if you're not, if you're Gats, you're you got to have a look. You got to have a look. Uh, yeah, like I was probably in guilty of thinking he was overhyped when he's in England, but now that he's in Wales and he's you see yeah. him week in week out, he is. I think it's for for, for Thomas Young. I think it's it's time because he played yeah. in England for so long and become accustomed to that Premiership way of playing, uh, which which doesn't translate into the URC. Yeah, and yeah. Um, you know you you got to play what's in front of you, and you've got to play what's in front of you. And uh, I think Tom, Thomas Williams, uh, Thomas Young, even has has, has started playing the URC, and he's he's out training a lot of established sevens. Yeah, and it's it's weird to me as well. Like I mean, like okay, I've said one final thing twice now, but this is this is the last thing I talk in the Cardiff game because it's it's not interesting for many other people besides me. Um, the sort of game Thomas Williams can play when the tactics suit his style of play. Yeah, night and day. Like uh, he, yeah. He, yeah. He, Gatlin shouldn't be employing employing him as a box kick merchant. Yeah, you know, he, he's hitting players going full pelt twenty yeah. meters out to his right hand side and putting him in. Yeah, it reminded me of Reese Webb hitting George North for, against France. Like, yes, it, it was that level of pass. And yeah, there we go. Totally that's, that's it. That's the end of the yeah. story. Yeah, um, I, yeah. I think heartache of the weekend then Saracens oh. Ospreys, and I don't know if you'd agree with me, but you can. I think you can trace it the the loss to two moments because I think yeah. things might have been a lot different if A Tipperick was able to stay on for longer because he was looking amazing. Yeah. And B poor old Reese Webb. Yeah, that was that wasn't that was horrible for Reese Webb. Uh, there was another moment as well which I, I can't remember what it was. There was there was a turnover and um uh, which 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 that's where it started for me. He was he was in the second half, mm-hmm. and there was a, a t- penalty or a turnover or something had happened. Oh, could it be the Ke- no, it wasn't the Kieran Williams yellow card because they they done all right for that period. And 
Saracens had kicked downfield, and I don't know, but I I felt the wind come up to the Ospreys. Then there was I I, 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 yeah. I can't remember what my party was, but before the reset into it, didn't it? Like yeah. I, I think Ospreys started failing to make good decisions under pressure. Yeah, that's, that's a classic sign of fatigue, isn't it? And it was again, it was a a matter of the subs. And you know they they weathered weathered Kieran Williams' yellow card really well. Unbelievable, going ahead, taking taking points with fourteen mm. men. But um, yeah, uh, again a matter of subs. Um, they brought the props on. They changed the props again, and Nicky Smith was having an absolute stormer of a game. Both Nicky oh, Smith and that on was, was... on the other side, Marco Vinopolo as well. I mean, I keep saying it, a weekend for the props, and it truly was. At the start of the game, you know when um, Tip Rick had that burst up field, was it that was all set in motion by a Nicky Smith break, wasn't it? Yeah, that was incredible. <laughs> like, that was so good. And he good. had yeah he, he had two very good breaks. I mean, I thought he was he was galloping away like a like a rhinoceros eh, for a part for a yeah. part of it. I think he had one in each half, didn't he? Yeah, I think one yeah. with the wind behind him and one without the wind behind him. Yeah, I, I think maybe maybe one thing, which is like sort of ironic maybe for the Ospreys was. They got such a good start. I think that burned them out almost. Yeah, two two, two really good tries early on. Putting Saracens fourteen, was he fourteen ten going into the half? Putting fourteen thirteen going into the half, wasn't it? And that was. I know. And the thing is, Max Malin's right? try won a try. I'll stand by yeah, that no, as, as long as there's air in my lungs. I suppose this this all depends on the question the ref asks, doesn't it? Um, but yeah, you could see that being do not award the try if the question had if the on field decision had been no try. Uh, so yeah, no, I, I I agree with that. It's just the, the semantics of it, isn't it? Yeah, not that it would have made much of a difference in the outcome, and yeah. maybe if Reese Webb hadn't been so rush of blood to the head, um, I can't remember the guy's name. Uh, uh, no, nah, it'll uh, I won't remember it. Nah, fair enough. There, there was a point where um, was it Roots hit um, the fullback? And yeah, just marched him back. Oh 10, my god! Yeah, meters. and I at don't that think... point, at that point, I was just like, Ethan Roots has arrived on the scene. Yeah, I don't, I don't think Alice Good will be um, forgetting Ethan Roots anytime soon. I'm sure yeah. he's going to look under his bed for him for at least a week or two after. Yeah. That that was, and at that point, I was like, oh shit! You know what? Mm. I think yeah. Ospreys can do this. It was, um, it, because it's... if you'd have offered them a one point lead going into halftime, they'd have taken it. But actually, at the time, it felt a bit disappointing because Kieran Williams had gone off, hadn't he? Yeah, and. and... They and Saracens had scored a dubious try, yeah. And I think perhaps, given the circumstances in which they were only leading by one point, that might have been hard uh, to take. They still still in the lead though, and I th- yeah. I think you know the 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 rhetoric from the change room half time would have been we're in the lead, let's keep it, yeah. and they, and they come out with that intent as well. But I think it's, it's, it's okay. part like what happened to the, to the to Cardiff is the the the, the subs made a I don't, I don't negative impact. I think the the props, the scarlet, the Osprey, scarlet, the Osprey's props were changed far too early in the game. Uh, props got to be last in at least sixty, um, if if not even into the seventy, maybe, because think, again, yeah, again yeah, Nicky like... Smith was out, was outstanding. Maybe Tom Francis didn't have his most sage of games. Um, he missed a few tackles, particularly against oh, Maku. God, yeah, no, I remember um, the commentators giving him. A particularly rough ride on that yeah yeah um, and uh, uh, they, his they... conditioning's gone a bit in the, in the loose i mean he's never been renowned for oh, operating uh, in the loose uh, but... uh, tight heads never are they but <laughs> i mean 
but I think yeah, I think you're onto something there with um he must be in some sort of straps within the, the Ospreys, but one of the straps he's hitting in the garden have said like the players aren't as fit when they aren't as fit yeah. as they should be coming into Wales camps and he's one of the mainstays of tight head for Wales. It's, it's, it's easy enough for us to say because like course, I, I, yeah. I know that you and I will both think, think you know, Nicky Smith, Boater and um who started Sam Parry? Was it Sam, Sam Parry? Oh, again, five tries it was before Saturday before Sunday he was five tries in five games. Yeah, like you know, and they were they were having a good game as a unit yeah. and as individuals. Um, and the the problem I think I have with making claims that subs were made too early is that I don't have access to the data. The coaches will see the GPS; they'll see who's getting tired. But I yeah. think that's already one side of the story. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say the GPS will only tell so much. I mean, you can see. I mean, you could see from 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 the novices that we are. Of, of if like they're dominating, how... the, the GPS maybe doesn't necessarily matter as much. I think. Is what yes. I'm to say. Uh, yeah. You, you're you're right there. Like uh, similarly with with uh, Domchowski and Azarati. I mean, they didn't need to come off. They had 80 in them. I'm sure. Much 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 like Nicky Smith uh, and um, Thomas Francis. We'll come on to this. We got to go to Treviso next weekend. So let's, let's give them five. <laughs> you know. No, I th- I think like you know playing second team rugby and uh, one of the, one of my coaches in the second team. We played a game against Porth in the cup. And um, you know, second team cap, obviously. Uh, and the coach says that fifteen is staying on it today. Yeah. No subs from the granted. It's only second team. However, yeah, yeah. you know, we had a pretty handy squad available to us and a pretty handy fifteen going into that game. And like, you, you, the, that that core and that nucleus can't change in such a high stakes game. Be it second team, be it Valley second team, or be it professionally at, at, in in the Champions Cup or Challenge Cup. Yeah, I uh, I I, uh, I think it might be hyperbole to think the one that got away because I, I ultimately I do think Saris just showed their class and their patience and the reason they're so far ahead in the Gallagher. And I, I do think for Ospreys is probably just one step too far, but you know p- teams in the Gallagher will get beaten by more than 15 points in the Stone X this season and in seasons yeah. to come. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I think the Ospreys added in them to do it. I think it was a bit of, bit of bad luck with Rhys Webbs. Who tis hard? Who tis hard, I think. That was the one who got it. It's coming to me. It's all coming back now. <laughs> um, it was a long weekend. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that, that was daft. It wouldn't have been much, but that, but that changes decisions then other parts of the game you may yeah. not go for a penalty kick you may go to touch otherwise or you can keep chipping away and I think testament to Osprey's defence in the first couple of uh, penalties Saracens were awarded they decided not to go for the more traditional scrum or line out um, went for the sticks not that it always come off for, our, uh, for uh, Owen Farrell because uh, he missed the first chance of points yeah. um, but you know it is, you, you can look at that part as a player and think we we've we've got the edge by and that's almost admittance an admittance of failure by Saracens that they weren't yeah. able to break down the Ospreys defence. It's if if nothing else, it's a mark of respect, I suppose. Yeah. Like they, they took Ospreys Definitely. seriously. Yeah. And I think ultimately that might have been what won them the match. I think because in the group stages Ospreys were like a kind of unknown quantity, weren't they? So people might have thought kicking to the corner was the best idea and just let's just brush these to one side and move on. I think Saris, having seen what Ospreys were capable of, yeah, do you know what we are gonna not we're not a piss around with these guys. We want to get through. 
I mean, they would have, they would have watched them against Leicester and the yeah. fire they brought against Leicester, yeah. and then the absolute we do not deserve Justin Tuprick kick oh, God, no. against yeah. Montpellier, like, yeah. and they are definitely not a team who, who muck about when they don't want to muck about. Like, they they for business and not pleasure. I guess we we uh, hope his foot injuries are as bad as. Uh, oh, absolutely, has I mean, the potential to be. Shall we uh, do the Scotland Wales game? Yeah, let's get into it, Mikey. There's a triple crown decider. Oh. in two weeks against England in Cardiff. My God. Yeah, yeah. who'd have thought it this season? Who'd have thought it? So Wales have already won as many games as they did in the 2022 campaign. And I think we mentioned this earlier in a, a few pods ago about um, when we started looking at the Wales women team, um, yeah. where their markers for themselves, no less, yeah. were to, to, to at least match last season and yeah. use that as a... As a as a litmus paper almost, and yeah. they've 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 already done it. I mean, anything after this is a, is a bonus. And I I think the chat is around sort of, um, you know, who's going to come second now, Wales or France? I mean, I think maybe Which England's a step too far. Exactly, yeah. And when you know, there's like Ireland are only short into their professional contracts. Mm-hmm. Wales, season and a half, a year and a half into their contracts. England again, you know, far and away, uh, yeah. much much akin to France, but um. It's, it's, a, it's how exciting. It's I'm, a, a... I'm full on daring to dream here, and I'll tell you why. Yeah. Well, well, we get 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 into it. Yeah, <laughs> we've we've both England and Wales have both got two bonus point wins. Yeah, only behind England on points difference. To be fair, they've been battering people silly. Well, uh, we've got an away win under our belts. England don't. Yeah, and and coming for an England, uh, an England team coming an England any England team coming to Cardiff. With a with the Wales team, breathing fire, tails up. Mm. You now, know, if, if I'm the WIU, I am promoting this silly. Right, they got a fortnight oh, to sell yeah. a triple crown decider against England. Uh, yeah, Wales, England, triple crown. That's it for me. They, yeah. they, 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 that's that's the narrative. Like, they need to be pushing this daily. Like, yeah, sell as many fucking tickets as you can for this because. The more people you get through that gate, like the Arms Park on uh, Saturday night against the odds was bouncing. And that was yep. only with seven thousand people. I guarantee you, you could sell more than seven thousand tickets for this. And, and, and look at the uh, Ireland game in yep. Cardiff. Um, record crowd. I I'd like to think that record's going to get broken again. Get that hype train in, in fucking a, rolling. Oh, the yeah, bloody hell! I it's and it's it's not often you get to see games like that. Um, <laughs> I don't want to pick it up too much. I think you could probably you could sort of look at selling more tickets if it was most of the principality. But 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 that the the gravity of that game deserves it. I think. Yeah, hundred percent. Like the 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 calculus will be: Are we gonna sell twelve and a half thousand? If so, it's better in the Arms Park. And I think to to get it in the principality stadium, mm, I yeah. think you want to be selling forty thousand. Yeah, minimum. Uh, though, just, like, just, I, just open the doors. Because ultimately, I think you want to scare the shit out of England. And yeah. 12,000 12, people in the Arms Park is scarier than 12,000 oh, people in the Principality. Yeah. And England uh, women's team are do a game in Twickenham. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and, that's a, and, that, uh, and, I, and I believe that they've sold the most tickets ever for a, for a ladies' international rugby match to date. Yeah, and, 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 you know... Quite rightly too. They yeah, absolutely. They, they, they're smashing it, and like, you know, I've I've got mates 
with daughters who are just so into the Red Roses, even if yeah. they aren't from Wales, you know. Yeah, like, and they're just sporting heroes, like yeah, much like and, the Italian football team was when I was a kid. Yeah. It's a bit like that. Yeah, and as as your heroes are your own, regardless who they are. Yeah, and you know the the, the ladies in the Wales team right now, they have their star potential, obviously. Um, and we, we look no further right now than than double player of the match winner, Cecilia Cecilia. Is this Cecilia? Have I got that right? Cecilia, Apologies. yeah, Cecilia, Cecilia Tupelot. What an absolute no, no. game changer. Mikey, we're being very Welsh here. We're talking about the game against England in a fortnight. We're riding, we're riding the hype train. We haven't actually talked about the Scotland game we've just had yet. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, yes, God. That might be a we're... good segue back into... Uh, yeah, back into weekend. it, yeah. yeah. Oh, typical typical Welsh rugby fans. Yeah, we are. Duh. Yeah, yeah. I got, I got a stereophonic yeah. song taken away in the background there. <laughs> Do you know what though? Like, I think this is the sort of game we needed because mm. Ireland was to be—I don't want to say easy, but it—it was—it was a golfing class. Yeah. Scotland, we had to go away, yes. and we were in a arm wrestle until the yeah, final massive try. arm wrestle. I think they start. We all started well, but then Scotland rose to that challenge. And give Wales a torrid old time up until the last twenty minutes. I think. I think yeah. Scotland they after run out of steam, and Wales were still were still pumping hard. Yeah. And yeah. I think it, it it showed with that last try from the replacement scrum half. Um, the scrum was absolutely dominant, and um, what a, what a cheeky step going on one way then the other. So yeah, uh, Fionn Lewis like full on sneaky snipey. Yeah wrap around the scrum and attack a drifting defence straight through the gap. Exactly what do you want from a scrum off. Yeah. But I think I think we've got our tactics. Like, you know, four, four of the tries came from close range from props. Yeah. Um, play to your strengths. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. Now then, it'll be a real shame if we don't get a women's Lions, Lions tour at some point because, like, Cecilia yeah. oh. would be on it. Yeah, even at nineteen, like can you remember the last time a nineteen-year-old prop was on a was on a Lions tour? Yes. Oh <laughs> <Do>. God, <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure he's die young in South Africa because he was playing oh. down in in Natal. And, this, um, this wasn't a um, a pub quiz question. I, I'm I'm genuinely asking if you know because I I don't know. Yeah, I I, I believe he was die young and uh, maybe you want to check the stats on this, but uh, die young was playing down in Natal when I'm not sure if it was ninety-seven, but uh, he was only young at the time. Uh, I'm not sure if it was injuries or something like that, but he got called up due to his uh, locality being so close. A bit like the geography six in New Zealand, because yeah. Wales just happened to be there. No, I think go. it was more than more than that, of course. But oh, um... holy shit! So he, yeah. Let's let's. I'm just having a quick look here. So coaching yeah. career, barbarians, did 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 playing career, made his debut. Tour toured. Yeah, so he toured with the British Lions in 1989. Playing in all three tests. Now in 1989, hang on, I'm just going to quickly do the maths on A. 1989 minus 1967, 22. Not far off. Yeah. Not far off. So yeah, yeah. So. So she'd be in Die Young territory, like which yeah, is yeah, yeah. And, and we all know the the out and out legend Die Young became as a player. Yeah. So yeah. she's definitely got that in her to be able to be that player for the next. Two decades, maybe. Let's... Yeah, incredible. Now yeah. you look at um, England battering 
uh, both Italy and Scotland in England mm. over the last couple of games. I, they haven't had a, a test yet, really. No. And now they've got a fortnight off. I'm really sorry yes. to leave. Like, my heart is... <laughs> up for this yeah we're, we're, this, this not gonna be this it's a general fortnight off like so i mean but you would think wales have a lot more momentum behind them than yeah. an england just rolling bubble yeah like you know they've they, they, they just taken over like it, it given given like the two two big wins they've had and have they really had to get up with second gear maybe they haven't like mm. i said they haven't been tested or they beat they beat italy 68-5 and on a big win against scotland the previous week as well so I'm date the dream, date the dream, Reese. Date the dream. I'm starting to believe. Just, just a couple of little points of personal uh, privilege on this. Vodafone looks so much better on a Oh, it does. Kazoo, My it? God, it does. It looks really good. Get me one of them. I buy, buy one of them jerseys. It's a good point, it, actually. It looks, it looks so good. Um, is it not that Wales, Wales ladies football team, have a different jersey to the men, and I'm sure they get sold because I'm sure the Wales football. The, the the home jersey, yeah, it just looks a lot nicer than the men's jersey. Oh, I'd buy enough. one of them. Yeah, no, I I want that Vodafone one. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Get my veins. It, it reminds me yeah. of the Lions jersey. Like it's... yeah, yeah, and, and and Ireland before that as well. Um, yeah, to be fair, because uh, like you kazoo on the Welsh on, on the men's jersey, Vodafone. I I I'm sure Vodafone got more stock than kazoo. You know, thoughts. I I like. I feel like if you ask people all over the world, if you um, are you aware of Vodafone? Or what, what do they call it overseas? It's I've got a similar name, but it's not quite. Is it? Like, yeah, yeah. It's it's like a slightly different brand overseas. But anyway, yeah, like it's, it's it is a global brand. Whereas Kazoo, I think, is just a UK. But thing. Do you do you, do you think as well that um, Voda, Vodacom? That's Vodacom is it? Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. yeah, the Vodacom. Vodacom Bulls, yeah. yeah. Uh, do you think it's anything sort of? Maybe it's the gravity of TikTok. The Lady Six Nations is a is a sponsor of TikTok. It's sponsored by TikTok. It's the TikTok Six Nations. Yeah. And uh, do you think it's got a bit to do with that? Maybe we're sort of like, you know, one big sponsor uh, uh, attracts another kind of thing. I, we, we're not saying it's, that's the reason, of course. But I mean, big it, brands. It could well be. It could well be. I mean, alternatively, we don't know how much the deal was. No. Either. I mean, Vodafone might no. have just seen this as, oh, that's quite cheap. That's, and Whereas, it, you know, Kazoo yeah. probably had to pay a penny. <laughs> maybe a two, maybe two pennies. We don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's um, you would like to think they'd have to give a little bit towards it. Vodafone, maybe more than a little bit, given the fact yeah. that Wales are in professional contact, professional contract territory now. Yeah. Plus, I suppose there's that parallel between TikTok as a communications brand and yeah, Vodafone. sort of big, big, big companies attracting big companies, and yeah. for the for the for the wider and greater good of of the women's game globally. Yeah. Now then, speaking of that, and I guess tied to what we said about Cecilia being nailed down for a Lions place, if there ever was to be a tour. Now, what countries would you like to see a women's Lions tour go to? Because it wouldn't necessarily be South Africa and Australia, would it? <sighs> The easy out for me is is to to copy and paste. Okay. But um, like, you look look at the the the, the good team, the good ladies teams in in the world. Canada, I got a lot yeah. of stock. So I, um, I've I've written down two teams here. Canada's one of them. Uh, France, I got a good stock. Yep, there was a lot too. <laughs> so like, and, uh, I I think that would be brilliant. So New Zealand, yeah. France, and Canada. 
yeah i think would be three really good tours yeah i think the the rose tinted those who are so weird the rose tinted lens um for me i get this now right Yian Evans on your Lions committee, you can have this right for free off to FLRP. Right, you can have this. In now, right, Yian. <laughs> um, you got the Lions, you got the Lionesses, and then you got the Cubs. Oh, hello. Yeah, get that, get, get that up, yeah, get that up, yeah, right. So, but you all, they all go at the same time. Okay. They go to the same countries. So let's let's brainstorm this now. Like I said, Yian, you can have this. <laughs> um, yeah, so you've got, but you get the share, like you've the three tests, obviously, but like, say, just to make sure it's, it's right, true and fair, maybe the men's um, third test is on the prime time, maybe the ladies' second test is at prime time, and the mm-hmm. Cubs' mm-hmm. first test is prime time. So they've got that scope to be able to put themselves on, the, and they're all, all as best as possible. Try and get them at least two games at the same stadium on the same day. Yeah, Sat- of, a, of a Friday night, Saturday afternoon, sun- Saturday night, or Saturday afternoon, Saturday night, and Sunday evening. I can see it. I, I do. There's a part of me that likes a festival of rugby approach. Yeah. Alternatively, I do like how moving the women's six nations out of the shadow of the men's yep. six nations massive has meant it's got much bigger yeah um appeal like oh, appeals on the word it's uh, just just people opportunity they've got, they've got yeah time. yeah opportunity um, so, to, so, to so get wonder, stuck in there yeah so what i think what you'd have to do is slot it in in those years where the world cup or the lions weren't already happening it would be my thought but yeah i, I get it at, yeah at least for now um, yeah and, but yeah, man, I know this festival of rugby idea, or or maybe save that for the New Zealand tours, right? Because I think the the New Zealand versus a women's lions team uh, could be a competitive match, whereas like potentially yeah. Australia or South Africa maybe less. So, um, so yeah, once every twelve years, then you can have your festival of rugby. Oh, no, Ted! In yeah. in the seat of rugby, that is yeah. New Zealand as well. I mean, a country yeah. that loves it as much as we do. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, we we were getting ahead of ourselves talking about two weeks' time, Wales being just <laughs> and, and we and we just took off into the stratosphere yeah, with not only right? with, <laughs> with with not only the, the 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 men's lions team, the women's lions team. We were yeah. talking under twenty ones lions team as well. Exactly. God, we Lion, have... lions A is why we're at it. Why not? <gasps> why not? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. incredible. <laughs> are we going to escalate that wholly out of proportion over a short space of time my god yeah. the back, rugby back, will back, never yeah. stop yeah. back to earth <laughs> next weekend yeah. the challenge cup continues oh dear what a thump back to earth it is yeah. uh, Friday at 8 o'clock Scarlets have Claremont and Saturday at 3 o'clock Benetton have Cardiff now first of all what what a short turnaround to get your ducks in a row like imagine like I if if I had uh, I don't know a month to square things, I'd be quite keen for a trip to Treviso. I can't yeah. I can't spin that out in a week's time. Uh, I know we we had we had a we had a chat about that on the on, on the WhatsApp uh, yeah. chit chat. Yeah, I mean even as even myself as a Warriors fan, right? I'd mm. part with a bit of cash to get over to Treviso. Oh, Treviso, good town. Yeah, like, I've not been for rugby. I've been for science. Um, and oh, you'd like it there. There's um, you, you're in uh, you're in water, aren't you? 
Um, when I take a bath, more certainly, yeah. Hi, there's a, uh, there's a, there's a bit, the reason I went up there is uh, to visit a wastewater treatment facility. Oh, right, okay. Uh, so, you know, we could do a little technical tour before. Oh, lovely. Yeah, I like and, the sound of that. Off huh? the stadium. But no, oh, they, they, nice. uh, the, the operators in the in the sewage plant I went to, they, they were actually calling Treviso Little Cardiff, which was... Uh, oh, were they? Which was quite Ooh, nice. Oh, lovely. <laughs> yeah. That's all right, yeah, it's, 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 it's hard to get to see. It's um, a relatively small town, so you'd have to fly to Verona or Venice and then... Get a get some sort of transport over and get it's a train or something. A bit like yeah. traveling up from our way down to Cardiff as it is. Jump on yeah, the train. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> you know, years ago I was trying to figure out how I might be able to get to Rovigo to watch a Cardiff match. In All a, right, a okay. Procedures. It just couldn't really be done. Like no, without sort of package tours, organizing public transports. You haven't really got any way to get from the city you'd be staying in to the uh, right. town you want to visit. And Treviso is a bit similar, so. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe Tom Shanklin will organise another trip, and I'll uh, just get on it, Tom. Get on it. Yep, yeah, I think we'll. Yeah. I think the FLRP will do a tour. Exactly, but uh, should we should we do Scarlets first because yep. uh, they are kicking off at home. Uh, did Did you hear they had to um, keep their ticket lines open until seven o'clock tonight because of the demand? Did they? Oh wow! Yeah. Fair play to them. That's yeah, going to so be. Um... Yeah. So Scarlets thirteen out of sixteen in the ORC. But that doesn't really tell the whole story because no, no, they've been cracking this last few weeks. This year, or yeah, they've um, done really well this um, this last quarter of the season. Yeah, and then uh, Clermont tenth out of fourteen. So I don't think they're really in any danger of relegation, and they're not threatening the Champions Cup qualification. So I wonder if actually Clermont might see this as shit, guys. If we don't win this, yeah. we've got no chance of Champions Cup next year. Uh, Clement got a lot of stock as well. They are, yeah. you know, a, a season. They season professionals in Europe. And you see a lot of a lot a lot of them in um, in the Heineken Cup, no less as well. Like, yeah. and um, Jonathan Davis was there. Stephen as well. Stephen Jones, exactly. Yeah, Stephen Jones so, was there. So they've got a, Tyson, actually. I was going to say, yeah, he beat, beat me to it by half a second. <laughs> and, That's um, why I'm the winger. <laughs> oh, and I'll amble along, going from scrum to scrum. Yeah, it's fine, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Um, but yeah, this um, that them little sort of like nuances as well. Like to think about like and um, it's uh, I mean, look 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 at them and in in relativeness to sort of the uh, the positions there in the league, they they're about the same place in their respective leagues. They are thereabout. Go take a couple of places. So um. Yeah, I think um, it's going to be a tasty old encounter, particularly bringing a French team away from their home, which, you know, the old adage, adage will always be that French teams yeah. don't necessarily travel well. But they're there. They're in the quarterfinals. They kind of got to perform. They've gone out, they haven't got much choice. And I mean, the way the Scarlets have been performing this last few weeks as well, it's like she's almost salivating at the opportunity. Like if you're Scarlet, I mean, they've just got to. The Scarlet yeah. just need to pull out a performance, like they did against the Sharks the other day. Granted, they 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 they, they swiped them aside, but and, and that Sharks team were full of South Africa, so that full, full of Springboks. Now we we talk about the French teams not travelling, but Clermont did beat Bristol to get you. In Bristol, so have they stayed? Have they stayed for the week? Presumably, yeah. Um, yeah, if I was them, what I would do is I'd, I'd just go on a little, you know, Bristol one night, Newport, Cardiff, Port Albert. 
you know, do it, do it in stages because it's long. Yeah, yeah. You know, Bristol, acclimatize, Bristol, acclimatize, acclimatize. Yeah, it's, it's about fourteen different time zones. Like so, yeah. You just <laughs> you got you got to make sure you do it right. Yeah, um, absolutely. Look, it looks like that was quite a close game actually. Twenty six thirty three. Uh, they were both on Friday, so recovery time shouldn't come into it too yeah, much. Yeah, it's going to be quite. It's going to be identical, and it who who weathers that uh, that. Week the best. I mean, they they'll have a. Mm. As you see, you're on the other part, other other pods. They have a have a they'll have a gooey Tuesday or Wednesday. Mm, mm. A bit of contact, so uh, maybe Tuesday to uh, to sort of get the recovery in before the Friday. Yeah. So um yeah and it's another eight pm kick off. Who do you think's gonna do oh, it? Oh God. Uh, in my heart, I really want a Scarless to do it. Uh, James Ock said the other day on um, Scrum Five that. Uh, Scarlets have the best opportunity to win some silverware, and they make an hard work. If if James Ock is right, Scarlets are making bloody hard work of it for themselves. Let's make no odds about that. The uh, the inexorable roll towards the Cardiff Scarlets European Cup final is uh, <laughs> coming. Do you know what? <laughs> Cardiff Scarlets Dublin. Let's have a piece of that. I don't know if I'd survive. I have... <laughs> it would be too much. I, I barely, I barely survived Saturday's game. <laughs> and I'm glad we're seeing you here tonight. Uh, yeah, boys. Yeah, it'd just be you with a an hour and fifteen monologue, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, my all my uh, internal monologue would come out. Yeah. We'd be talking in tongues and everything. <laughs> I, oh man, I find, I'm finding this so hard to call. Like they're they're kind of equally yeah. poised in their respective leagues. Clermont have yeah. won away already. Um, ugh, shit the bed. I'm gonna say, yeah, because Scarlet's gonna be typically Welsh and they they with emotional and with momentum based. I think Scarlet's do it. Yeah, so you've got to make a decision here because we've been calling draws for the last few weeks. Yeah, there, ha- there has to be a winner, even even if it goes to penalty kicks and Cardiff had been there before, and that and that. Um, no, they haven't. <laughs> Oh, don't, yes, don't they have. About, don't know what you're talking about, but it didn't ruin my whole date as a kin for us. It's fine. Didn't it? Didn't happen. Um, what? Um, what? What um, didn't? <laughs> oh, if we're not going to see oh, oh, Marty Williams. No, we're not, we're not going there. We're not going there. Who? It could go to penalties. And I mean, that um, Exeter and uh, Montpellier game was looking awfully tasty going towards uh, I just want uh, one, one game to go towards penalties. <laughs> Yeah, uh, it's, it, it, but it's hard to get the penalties. I mean, I watch, watching I the sort of the um, and extra through on count back, of course. Yeah. But um, it's almost like it. it if they're going to go to count back after extra time, mm. why not just go to count back after normal time? Do you know what I mean? Mm. Yes. Yeah. But why not? But you, God, you, you, I, you, I tell you what, did you see how knackered everybody was and that? Yeah. Like how oh, much cramp was there? There was cramp set. all over the place, yeah. Like, <laughs> it goes to show just how like precise elite level training is because those guys yeah. were finely tuned for 80 yeah. minutes of craft and yeah. nothing more. <laughs> yeah, and like they, they go for the 80 and yeah. you're, asking, you're asking them to dig so much deeper for that extra 20 minutes. I, I know it's, it's kind of unrelated. Like being as there is a Welsh focused podcast but do you think the choice to go for the draw at the end of full time rather than the push over try was the right one because they chose mm. the sticks to draw it I think when, when uh, a hell of a kick from Garbisi of course it was yeah 
Um, you can, that is a really good question, and I think mm. as a player and a captain, I think that moment, particularly as well, like it was it was in it was in Montpellier's half. Yeah, it was a plus fifty kick, and um, I th- I think you've got to push it to that you to the draw to give yourself the best opportunity in the net in the twenty minutes that'll come in. So yeah. Yeah, the game doesn't end on a penalty on, on on a kick to touch, so they would have had to have gone. But I think that was that was an easy out for Montpellier. I mean, the kick mm. might not have made it. I mean, yeah. it only just it only just about made it as it was. Apparently, but... the order came down from the coaching room staff as well. Did it? Yeah, um, I've, I've I think I heard that in commentary. I could be wrong, but yeah, uh, yeah. Anyway, like just like I I wouldn't have wanted to have to make that decision. But yes, I'm I'm saying Scarlets will do it by sheer power of will and hoil. Oh, there's going to need to be a lot of it, mind, and there's plenty of it in the West. And me, old friend of the pod, Liam, has got yeah. plenty of it in his own in, in his own art for the Scarlets. We know that as a fact. Yeah. So uh, what are you saying? <sighs> Let's jump on the old ban on the old Dwayne Peel bandwagon, is it? Going for it. I yeah. think. Uh, yeah, yeah. Christ, why not? And then Cardiff went away to Benetton, who beat uh, Connaught forty-one-nine in Treviso. Um, it's the battle of ninth and tenth in the URC. Bennett had a place ahead of us. Yeah. Uh, there's, 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 there's nothing but a fag paper between. Yeah. Oh, and I think at that point, we've just lost Mikey. So I am going to pause the call there. We'll take a quick break uh, because I'm not going to be able to ramble on for sufficiently long enough for him to come back. All right, everybody, you'll be incredibly pleased to know that I have now actually got Michael back for real this time. How are you doing, Mikey? You back? You good? Michael? Who is this Michael, Michael. you speak of? Michael. <laughs> Michael bloody, Collins of the Ospreys. Blood, He's a... <laughs> blood, bloody hell, that was formal. Almost frightening. <laughs> My mother only calls me that, and that's why I'm in trouble. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. I don't think I've ever yeah. called you Michael no. in the history of our friendship. Yeah. What, 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 are, we, what are we, 15 years deep? There, thereabouts? Gotta be, aye. Bloody hell. Great. <laughs> well, apologies for that. And, and, and sorry... You. Sorry to all of our listeners that you're going to hear that moment of formality between old yeah, friends. I didn't frankly. like it. I didn't yeah. like it. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, no, on that sour note, uh, yes, the battle of ninth and 10th in the URC for a semi-final place, Cardiff away to Benetton. For me, I said this several times this season, I'm game too far for Cardiff. We, we haven't travelled well, especially to Europe. We stuttered and spluttered against Zebra. And I think we peaked emotionally on uh, Saturday night for sure. Yeah, there's certainly... I mean, we've spoken about that emotional peak before. Mm. And, yeah, um, I, I, again, my heart is with Cardiff here. As much as it pains me to say it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, it's that point point of the competition where, yeah. you know, you, you're so far into it, you can't help but, but get behind the boys. Yeah, yeah. Especially if, like, if any of the... If the Welsh teams aren't playing other Welsh teams you might prefer, then yeah, yeah, I'm I'm always sort of for the Welsh team there. Yeah, especially definitely. The more they get through, the more chance there are that they'll play each other at some point, which is incredible fun. <laughs> yeah, and like, and you got to whisper a Cardiff Scarlets final, like you said earlier, like in it. Well, yeah. So they're on opposite sides of the draw. So if mm. if Cardiff were to progress, they would have either Stad away or Leon in Cardiff. 
and Scarlets would have either Lions or Lassin. No, no, that's not right. They would have either Glasgow or Lions in Llanechli. And we've seen what Glasgow did to the Dragons. Yeah, this for me, this is Glasgow's ultimately to lose, but mm. um, the only... Yeah, I, I don't think for Cardiff this will be momentum. I think, you know, there's particular circumstances for Saturday's game. Uh, excuse me a second, I'm going to cough off mic real quick. I'm back. Um, so, yeah, uh, and I, I think... I think the slump is coming this week. I, I just... I yeah. Think leggy and tired is how I see this going. Yeah, it's like you, you, you want to ride that crest of the wave, particularly after that... that that game on Friday with all the emotion I was coming with it. Yeah. And um just just to sort of hold on to that just for a week. Just yeah. for it to get him through Benetton. Yeah. And after that, I mean I mean you wouldn't mind bowing out to to one of the other teams. Mm. It's just you want to get into that level of competition just to and, and and then it's only one more game. You've only got to go to the well once more. Yeah. It's and, I mean I, it's a grudge match as well because Benetton Fucking destroyed us out in Treviso this time last year. Yeah, it was a horrible match. Um, I think yeah. it was like fifty odd something shit. Yeah, <laughs> 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 I, like uh, funny enough, I was on a, I was on a pub crawl that night as well. Um, I, I suppose the carrot dangling in front of in front of us is that we may have a home fixture against Leon in the in what would be a semi final. Um, yeah, and I I'd, I'd find that more winnable than. Yeah. Away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's again bringing a team out of their comfort zone, and this is what it's all about. This sort of, and the Arms Park is is a bit of a is a bit of a ground to come to, like for any any travelling team. Like, and so I guess something that might come into play: uh, Toulon Lyon kicks off at twelve thirty on Saturday, and by the end of that game, Cardiff will know whether or not they have a home semi final waiting. Yeah. So, because can you imagine, right? You're about to play Benetton for a home semi-final against Lyon. That's that's motivation. You're about yeah. to play Benetton for an away semi-final to Toulon. That's a bit like, oh fuck this, boys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's this isn't what we came here for. That is. Yeah. And you've got to work that around a Judgment Day fixture against Ospreys and an away trip to Connaught as well. <laughs> Yeah. I mean that's yeah that's um but what a what a time mind like to to absolutely jump on to 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 keep that train going like yeah. I mean, you're all these fixtures coming up and you just keep you keep try and keep getting better keep getting consistent so, yeah, I mean, it's like, not better consistent if 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 Cardiff were to win these games right it would go like this Benetton away Connaught away. Either Toulon away or Leon home, Ospreys at Judgment Day, over the next five weekends. <laughs> they and, and they're all, and, and none of them are uh, are easy, for any oh. for either. I mean, I mean like Connaught are not the, the Connaught of old. Oh God, they, no, no. They, they're Con- a, I, they are I, a force. I fully expect Connaught to rip us a new one. Yeah, yeah, out, out in the Galway. But then that's that's a nice opportunity just to sort of maybe shake shake it off shake it off as well because there's nothing on that really, is it? Well, see if we lose that, 
Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and we lose to Ospreys, and Ospreys will bloody take us, and we lose out on Champions Cup rugby. So, yeah. You know. uh, well, maybe that's not so bad then, is it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we, we like a little uh, Challenge Cup a cup challenge, runs. Little, little Challenge Cup cup run, yeah. It's nice, isn't it? But no, I, I think I think we both agree there. I think we're both going Scarlets and yeah. Benetton this weekend. It all depends on what happens in that pre- that, that game. That was 12, isn't it? And Toulon Leon. Now let's have a quick look at the top fourteen here. Top fourteen table. Uh, you know, year to year, I can never keep up with who's good in France. Uh, Lyon a fourth, yeah. and Toulon a sixth. So, hey, <laughs> that could be quite. Yeah, and there's three points between them. Well, that's not a lot, is it? I mean, you've. No. It's. it's, it's like for like in it really yeah. i mean that'll, that'll be that'll be a hell of a dust up until yeah. um dupont pulls some magic out yeah uh d- does the top 14 have a playoff at the end of the season uh this is a this is a, a knowledge gap in um in in, in my rugby acumen which um I, I look to fill one day no they they do they do seem to have do. a promotion and relegation playoff uh do they have an actual I can't believe I don't know this actually. Uh, elimination final, semi-final, final. Um, I'm gonna go with yes, maybe. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, hang on, I can I can find this out. I'm sure. Bear with me, everybody. We'll get there. Uh, well, okay. The fixture list doesn't seem to show it. We'll uh, we'll worry about that in another game. But what I'm saying is, if there were if there was a playoff for say the top four. Then you could argue that Leon and Toulon would be a bit distracted by staying in the hunt for that. Yep. Uh, but yeah, short answer is I don't know. And if anyone would like to educate us, give us a give us a shout. I think is the easiest thing to say there. Please do. Yeah, uh, Mikey. I think that leaves us with uh, forbidden loves of the week. Then. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you have any this week? I I do. Go on. What have extra got then? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> no, what have they got? Like, what what kind of pull have they got with all these Welsh boys? Do you know, I I think it's evidence that that bridge between West and Supermere and Exeter is getting built, uh, and Swansea's <laughs> getting built. Like, <laughs> it's going to have to. It's yeah. going to just I mean just 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 to ship the likes of if Joe Hawkins is still available by some wicked so so some some Gatland wizardry yeah. and. Christ Chunza, uh, potentially Teddy Williams, um, Ethan Roots, if we can cap him before the before the end of the season. Alas, I think that uh, ship is yet to dock. Even. <laughs> mm, yeah. Yeah. But... It's it's interesting. Is it? Like all of a sudden, it, it reminds me a bit of like um, Gloucester or Bristol a few seasons back, where they were just stacked with Welsh players, and every now and then you'd have a little luck to see how they're doing. Well, it's the, yeah, there's still a few, but with with Max Llewellyn going to Gloucester, like, isn't it? And you know, you had James, you had James Hook there, and mm. um, Richard Hibbard there. Zamets um, still not. Zamets there as well, yeah. And and Bristol, you got the Deloids. Dan, uh, uh, Dan, 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 yeah, Dan, yeah, Dan Thomas or Dan Davis, Dan Thomas, um, Sheedy. Um, where else has there been? Uh, oh, there's countless, like, countless. Yeah, there's about to be others, isn't it? Yeah. So yeah, okay. So it's your forbidden love is that you you might start supporting Exeter once once they're more than fifty well, percent Welsh. 
Yeah, <laughs> you have to go Exeter Chiefs to uh, Exeter Celts, maybe I don't know. <laughs> but Exeter um, then, Celtic, I like it. Yeah, and then and that's a whole new branding issue for Exeter, yeah. which they've just, which they've just overcome. Uh, um, yeah. And yeah, I, I we... can see it, man. Like I mean, yeah, because Exeter, uh, whatever your thoughts are, have had difficulties in their branding, and if yeah, you know, you might all of a sudden get like uh, a little Welsh connection there. People, might... yeah. They... It's not. It's not the worst drive, you know. Oh, it's a bugger of a stadium to get to, by all accounts. It's it's just off the uh, motorway, isn't it? by the surface. Station. Oh yeah, but it takes about it's, it's it takes about an hour off the motorway. Oh, does it? It's ridiculous. Something ridiculous. Please correct me if I'm wrong, but I, from what I've heard from uh, other supporters who've travelled down to the West Country to watch a game, uh, it is a bugger to get out, get to. It looks great off the side of the motorway there. Don't get me wrong. Mm. But um, yeah, traffic. It's, is uh, it? Well, it's you. I think you've got to go through Narnia to get to it. I see. And that, I see. And that comes, I, 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 and that comes with all sorts it. of witches, witches, wizards, and wardrobes and lions and stuff. Uh, see, I, I did stop at extra services uh, within the last twelve months. I thought, oh bloody hell, it's right by there. That that that's quite convenient. Uh, so yeah, there must be a long way round to actually get into the thing. Then we'll have uh, to go and have a look. Yeah, yeah. Um, I would find this Exeter love forbidden. Yeah, like I'm, I'm, I'm just. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's frustrating that they just announced two on the bounce. Like, that is full on shithousery. You got to respect yep. her a bit, you know. Like the the comment section of full of Ospreys fans just going like, "Can you third yep. sign in, please? Not be another Osprey." <laughs> like, yeah. So yeah, that's that, that is a pisser. Uh, we had one submitted this week, Mikey. Yeah. Oh, lovely. Yeah, from a a Twitter user going by the name of at Q Fizzlewick, which appears to be short for Quincy Fizzlewick. And Quincy's forbidden love of the week is French referees bringing chaos to games. I'm all over that, yeah. I'm all for that. Jouer, jouer, jouer. Oh, no, mais oui. Oh. I, I do kind of like, as if I'm watching a, a rugby match as a neutral, anything that injects chaos, be it Nick Tompkins or poor officiating, I'm kind of there for. I mean, could you imagine just, just French referees, Nick Tompkins... What, what, a, what a cacophony of bullshit. <laughs> and that, ladies and gentlemen, is the name of this week's episode. <laughs> a cacophony of bullshit. hundred <laughs> percent. No, I uh, I absolutely think that uh, Quincy Fizzlewick has a, has a valid forbidden love there. Because yep. I, I do think poor officiated is killing the game. But yep, also, definitely. I kind of like the... <laughs> the chaos it brings. Yeah, yeah. Nobody knows. Nobody knows what's going on, really. Joey, oh, we know her. We know, may we? I think I encountered a forbidden love this week. Really? On the Arms Park. Yeah. After Cardiff lost the South Wales derby to Swansea, a bunch of soccer fans showed up in the North Terrace. Soccer fans. Yeah. Quite late. Okay. In the game as well, they paid the twenty-six pound towards the start of the second half to get in. And they had right. a bloody lovely time. And you know what? The singing they brought yeah. unrivaled this season. We had Karen really? Lan. We oh, had yeah. oh, we had off the cuff chants. We had <laughs> we had Amaru fucking heed. I don't know the Scarlets would feel about that if they're ready in this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Now there's a now there's a Twitter exchange between Scarlets and Cardiff, if ever there was yeah, one. Yeah. But I, I tell you what, but it, I think they enjoyed themselves more than they thought they were going to. <laughs> so, is he, is he, so, so football. So, did 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 you by any chance sort of drag one of them aside and ask him for a comment for the pod? 
do you know what? No, I, I was I I wasn't on strike for, for the whole eighty minutes. Like, was, and, and I can't blame you for that. I was uh, incredibly convinced we were going to Cardiff all over that game and uh, oh. and piss it away. But yeah, uh, I think I, I observed some diehard Soul Cruise uh, members getting really oh. stuck in. Yeah, so uh, yeah. I think we had a lovely time by the end of things. Perhaps, perhaps they were sort of just warming themselves up for the derby on the weekend. Like, well, no, it was after. So they'd lost the Swansea Cardiff game. Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah. oh, of course, uh, yeah. And, oh. and on their way, and on their way home, they they popped in the stadium for them. <laughs> oh, right. So they just looking to cheer themselves up with the Cardiff win then. Well, quite possibly. Maybe, maybe next season they'll start coming out of the rugby. <laughs> well, yeah, it, they clearly were the difference yeah. and uh, stood some stood a bit of hoil into the stadium. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Like, say what you will, the off-the-cuff singing and the repertoire of songs that the football fans have is is belting. Like, and and that was always a thing that Welsh rugby had was the singing in the stadium. Mm-hmm. But obviously, Welsh rugby can't hold on to that as one of its mainstays anymore. Yeah, yeah. But you know, we uh, it also we had a little bit of solidarity in. Uh, yeah, you know, we've had tough seasons, really, for different reasons, perhaps. But uh, yeah. Yeah, so by the end of it, I think they went away quite in love with their, well, at least the second half of one of the matches, anyway. <laughs> yeah, and uh, let's, let's hope to see them again, isn't it? 100%. All is welcome. Right then, but is that the end of proceedings? I believe it is. Lovely. Right, I'm going to go and stitch this together. If yep. you've enjoyed what you've heard, please tell your friends, share it, uh, get in touch with us. We're always happy to hear from you. Yep. We'd love to hear your forbidden loves. Yes, please. And with that, I'll say goodbye. So, ta-ra. Ta-ra. <laughs>